0: One on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone.
1: That is a two-run homer, deep to left field, toward the lead wall of champions, and is on top. Out of here, two-run blast.
2: Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh,
3: lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going,
4: it is going,
3: and it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show.
0: And a good afternoon to you. From Reese Smith Field here on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Blue Raider Baseball coming to you today as the Raiders and the Rice Owls will complete a four-game series today. Middle Tennessee has won two of the first three. Rice captured. One game yesterday in the doubleheader, uh, which was split. And neither team has gone over four runs in any of the games. So we might be anticipating another low-scoring game today. Dick Palmer along with Chip Walters on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. 58 degrees right now under sunny skies. And the temperature is expected to climb up into the low 60s sometime during the day. And, Chip, you were correct about the wind direction. It has changed and is now coming out of the southwest at a very minimal two, three miles an hour.
4: Yeah, just a nice breeze, uh, basically going from the left field corner to the right field corner today. And, man, you just can't get much better weather than this, especially as it warms up this afternoon. And uh, maybe for the first time uh, the first afternoon all season, the, the windows are open in the radio booth today
0: well I think uh, I think we had that earlier in the year when it got unseasonably warm in the month of March but uh, I think I've only had this one open one time uh, <laughs> all season and uh, that's always a good thing because it helps cut down on some of that glare we get
4: it does it does uh, late, in, uh, late late in the day hopefully we're not here that long
0: today to get uh, to get that glare at six or seven o'clock. We've got a couple of left-handers starting today. Trent Siebert, who's coming off his best performance of the season last week at Birmingham, will go for the Raiders, and Brandon Deskins, a left-hander, will be pitching for the Rice Owls. And we have, when you have two left-handers pitching, you never know what's going to take place. But uh, uh, we're looking for another low-scoring ball game, which obviously means it'll probably be. 13 to 12
4: or something that's right but if you go by the recent history as a matter of fact the first three games of the series first one to four wins today but uh, that's what it's been so far
0: let's run down uh, some scores from yesterday in conference usa because i know you folks like to keep up with what the other teams are doing there were uh, some double headers played yesterday Florida International and Western Kentucky down in Miami, and FIU got a sweep in that uh, twin bill, winning the first game three to two and the second game two to one. So the uh, the Panthers pick up two over Western. Southern Mississippi won two in San Antonio. Uh, they beat the Roadrunners eleven to five in the first game and thirteen to nine in the second game. And La Tech and UAB split two games in Ruston, La Tech winning six to four in the first game, UAB winning nine to three in the second game. Two single games yesterday: Old Dominion over Marshall, twelve to one; Charlotte defeated Florida Atlantic, nine to five. Now those uh, two will play double headers today, while the rest of the league will be playing single games. Most of the teams opted not to play on Easter Sunday tomorrow, so the Raiders and the Owls will conclude their series today. And Middle Tennessee is going to have the blue tops on today. Rice apparently will have their navy blue tops on with white lettering, so it's going to be all blue today.
4: Certainly is uh, different shades, but uh, and so there there is enough contrast in those jerseys. Uh, for us, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to, to watch these two teams and the directions that, that they are moving. Right now, Middle Tennessee, uh, you know, and everybody, you know, Coach Toman and everybody's always said when the weather gets warmer, the bats get warmer, and uh, Middle's offense, uh, they, they, they need to hit the ball better today, and uh, he was not happy with the total number of hits that uh, the team got in both games yesterday and for rice uh you know they they found a little something yesterday late in the ball game they got uh, their their pitcher who had not he hadn't been struggling but hadn't been dominating all of a sudden got really good and changed the momentum of, of the second game and uh and then they were able to get you know five or six straight hits in a row in the in the fifth inning and uh although four of those six were just kind of bleeders that got through but you know that's you you you'll take those. They're all the old saying. They look like line drives in the newspaper this morning. But uh, you know uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how the, these two teams fight it out today. I know Middle really wants to win this series, but uh, you know, and, and for Rice, you know, after losing three out of four at home last week, would certainly feel some improvement if they got a win today in a two to two split.
0: All right, we'll take uh, just a moment here and. Uh, Give you the starting lineups when we come back as our pregame, sh- pregame show continues on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
6: At Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment, and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue!
8: This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
9: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he's built nacho cheese on my carpet. But thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party.
8: <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like.
4: Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your Realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. If you have a growing family, are you thinking about downsizing, are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a Realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
0: sports. Welcome back into our Blue Raider pregame show. Time now for today's starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. Well, here's the way they'll start today for the Rice Owls under coach Matt Braga, whose record is 41-61 and and in his third year. Rice this season, 13-14, 2-5 in conference play. Cade Edwards will lead off in left field. Bradley Knighting will play first base and bat second. Braden Como at third base, hitting third. Guy Garabay in right field will be in the cleanup spot. Will Carp bats fifth and plays second base. Austin Bullman, the designated hitter, will be in the number six hole. Connor Walsh in center field bats seventh. Justin Long, the catcher, hits eighth. And Hal Hughes, the shortstop, will bat ninth. The pitcher will be a left-hander. Brandon Deskins with a 1-3 record. Tell you a little bit more about him in just a moment. So for Rice, it is Edwards, Knighting, Como, Garibay, Carp, and Bullman. Walsh, Long, and Hughes with Deskins pitching. For Blue Raider coach Jim Toman in his third year with a record of 40 and 58. Middle Tennessee this season 15 and 11, four and three in Conference USA. Fausto Lopez leads off at shortstop. JT Mabry bats second at second base. Cole Escher in right field will hit third. Brett Coker moves up to the cleanup spot today. He'll play third base. Jake Haganow, the catcher, will bat fifth. Hunter Sullivan will be in left field and hit sixth. Daniel Freeman gets his first start of the season. He'll be at first base, batting seventh. D.J. Wright will make his uh, debut in this series. He will be the D.H. D.J., the D.H., will bat in the number eight spot. And Nathan Sanders in center field will bat ninth with left-hander Trent Siebert on the mound, a 1-0 record, and will give you his Uh, numbers in just a moment so for the Raiders it is Lopez Mabry and Escher Coker Hagenau and Sullivan Freeman Wright and Sanders with Siebert on the mound and Siebert coming off his uh, best uh, performance of the season in Birmingham last Sunday he went six and two-thirds innings against the Blazers, allowed only one run on five hits, walked one and struck out four, and picked up uh, his first decision of the season, and it was a winning one. Siebert with a 2.42 earned run average now in 26 innings pitched. He has allowed 22 hits, seven earned runs, has given up two home runs, walked only three in 26 innings, and struck out 25 with opponents hitting 234 against him. So it'll be uh, Trent Sievert going for win number two today, and the Raiders going for a win number three in this series. We'll have the National Anthem uh, coming up shortly, and then First pitch, umpires tonight to uh, today, Thomas Newsom behind the plate, Kevin Condor at first base, Josh Miller at third base. While we have a moment here, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball
3: the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
5: Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship.
3: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
0: Dick Palmer, Chip Walters with you on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Temperature edging up towards 60 degrees here with bright sunshine. Haven't seen a cloud in two days, Chip.
4: Boy, that's nice. We, How long did we go without seeing any sky last week? What a difference a week makes! Last Saturday we got what five or six inches of rain uh, on Saturday, and today we've got uh, high pressure. It means everybody can breathe better again a little bit. Uh, although uh, it is pollen season here, but everything greening up, and uh, just a beautiful day. If you've got uh, an opportunity, come on out to the ballpark uh, and
0: uh, catch this final game of the four-game series. There is uh, limited attendance, of course. Uh, at most places, and this is no exception, but I think if you come out, you probably will be able to be able to snag a ticket. Yeah, let's pause for our final break, and we'll be back with First Pitch on the Blue Raider Network, Learfield IMG College.
9: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: Rendition mm-hmm. of the national anthem. That is very well done, by the
4: way. Yep. And the uh, alumni of the MTSU Men's and Women's Corral uh, put that together and it was used a good bit during basketball season. And uh, and uh, and yeah, and you're right. Very good rendition, very good version
0: of the national anthem. So Trent Siebert has taken the mound for the Raiders. We'll check them defensively for you with Brett Coker. Over at third base, Fausto Lopez at shortstop. JT Mabry at second. Daniel Freeman making his first start for the Raiders today at first base. In left field will be Hunter Sullivan. Center field, Nathan Sanders and Cole Escher in right field. This is pretty much the standard lineup for the Raiders with the exception of first base where Freeman is in for Bryson Thomas. Jake Hagenow behind the plate and left-hander Trent Siebert on the mound. Siebert 1-0 with a 2.42 and uh, an excellent walk to strikeout ratio. Only three walks and 25 strikeouts in 26 innings. Opponents hitting 234 against the left-hander who is making his fifth start of the season. Trent Siebert is out of North Carolina. He's a redshirt junior. And a transfer from Charleston Southern where he saw a lot of action on the mound there. Not an overpowering pitcher, but uh, to be effective, he has to hit his spots. And he was doing that last Sunday. We hope that continues today. Crowd still filing in here as the Rice Owls with a pretty standard lineup. They've had this uh, same lineup the entire series. Changed the batting order just a little bit k kate edwards will lead off in left field bradley nighting first baseman bat second and brayton como hits third three seniors stacked up at the top of the lineup and arguably their three best hitters so edwards will stand in he had a two-run homer actually uh that was the game-winning hit in yesterday's 4-1 to one win by Rice in the second game of the doubleheader. Edwards bats from the right side. He's hitting 247. Siebert's first pitch is high for ball one. We're underway at 105 here on a Saturday afternoon. Glad to have you along. Trent Siebert with the pitch to Edwards, and it is low and inside. Four ball, 2-2-0. Two, two and oh. That home run by Edwards yesterday over the left field wall was his fourth of the season. Right-handed batter standing in against the lefty, Trent Siebert, who delivers and a strike at the knees. count will go to two and one. Outfield for the Raiders just about straight away. They'll be playing a little bit more standard today with the absence of that cold north wind which was blowing in first two days of the series ball popped up back this way might hit the roof of the press box it does (laughs)
4: twice and came back into the stands oh all right that's the best way to pick up uh, to get a foul ball right there is let it stop rolling go pick it up
0: and gentleman got it tosses it to a youngster and uh, that's a good move Ball hit in the air to left field. Sullivan chasing it and it's over his head. Gonna to roll to the wall at the 365 mark in left center, and that will be a stand up double for Cade Edwards. That ball just took off on Sullivan.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think he misjudged that a little bit and thought it was not gonna go nearly as far, and he was ranging to his left, and the ball got up and over his head, and he
0: had to chase it down all the way to the wall. So rice with a runner in scoring position right away for Bradley Knighting, the first baseman and a left handed hitter. And you'll see the outfielders playing a little bit deeper for the left handed hitters. Now that the winds blowing. Another direction. There's a strike caught the outside corner. Nothing in one to nighting. 296 hitter with four home runs. The rice team has hit 23 home runs this season. The Raiders have 20 on the year here's the pitch nighting takes it high and it is one ball and one strike como the on-deck hitter nighting in this series is four out of 12 with a double and a couple of runs batted in the 1-1 pitch swung on pop foul back this way this one's going to be in the grandstand right down below us. The count will go to one ball and two strikes. One and two the count. Edwards with a leadoff double, takes his lead at second base. Siebert checks him and delivers on a ball hit right at Lopez. He's gonna get two as he doubles Edwards off second base. You could see that coming. You sure could. An unassisted double play by Fausto
4: Lopez. Got the line drive off the bat of Knighting and it was a foot race back to the second base bag and and uh, Lopez slid in and tagged the bag before Edwards could get there. You don't
0: see an unassisted double play that often and uh, we see one here in the first inning. So two outs, bases empty. Braden Como, third baseman for the Owls, stands in, takes the pitch inside. Four ball one, so the pitcher's best friend, the double play, plays right away in this game. One ball, no strikes to Como. He is their leading hitter on the season at 354. Hasn't had an exceptionally good series. Raiders done a good job on him. Off-speed pitch laid right in there for a strike. Como is two out of 12 in the series, both singles. One ball and one strike. We're in the top of the first inning. Middle Tennessee and Rice pop up in the infield. That's going to be easy for Freeman. He ate and it drops. Well, it wasn't that easy, was it? It
4: was, he was looking right at the sun and
0: and it went right behind him. I don't think he ever got a glove on it. They, well, I no, he, maybe he did. They're going to charge an error. That well, will be an E3, and the batter will be Garibay, the right fielder. Well, we love the sunshine, and we praise it, but sometimes it works against you. Yeah, right there. He, he, the angle he had with that ball,
4: it was coming right out of the sun at him, and and he just
0: absolutely lost it. First pitch is outside to Garibay for ball one. So the runner at first base on the era is Como. And Siebert's going to have to pitch around it. We're in the top of the first inning, no score. Pitch to the plate, missed outside, ball two, trying to keep the ball away from this left-handed hitter who has five home runs this season, leads their team in that department. Siebert's
4: basically having to get five outs here in the. In the top of the first.
0: Well, we got a break with the line drive double play and a bad break with the pop up the pitch. Swung on hit to center Sanders going back still retreating. He's going to get there and makes the catch. Just shy of the warning track in center field. And that's all in the first inning for the the Owls. No No runs. runs. They had one hit. There was one error and one man left on base will Go to the bottom of the first inning, Rice nothing, Middle Tennessee, coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
1: Grandison Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615 Five eight nine five ten forty to start the conversation or visit Granison and Associates PC CPAs at gcpas.com
10: nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: The bottom half of the first inning in a scoreless game. Checking Rice defensively for you. They'll have Como. And Hughes on the left side of the infield, Carp and Knighting on the right side, and in the outfield, Edwards, Walsh, and Garibay left to right, with Justin Long behind the plate. Left-hander Brandon Deskins is on the mound. Deskins out of Friendswood, Texas, is a sophomore. He has a 1-3 record. Earned run average of 5.47. 26 on the third innings. He's given up 26 hits, 16 earned runs, 11 walks, 38 strikeouts in 26 innings. Opponents hitting 250 against him. He is making his fifth start. He's given up five home runs, and he will face Fausto Lopez to lead it off for the Raiders. Pitch to the plate is swung on and missed. That. Uh, Strikeout number is impressive. 38 strikeouts, 26 innings. A little more than a strikeout an inning. And one strike to Lopez, who hits one up the middle and that is gonna get in for a base hit. Hit it right back where it came from. And Lopez leads off with a base hit, which means we will not have a no-hitter today. Each team with a hit in the first inning, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. All that pressure's off. (laughs) Mabry, 261. Now four home runs. He's had two home runs in the series. And he has a runner at first base with nobody out. Deskins with the pitch. It is outside, four ball one. JT is not a big guy. He's not one of those big, powerful sluggers you think of as a home run hitter. But he has a very quick bat and great wrist and puts them to good use. Deskins with a long look. Ball is drilled. Almost hit Coach Hunt in the third base coach's box. Wow.
4: Again, like you said, he's not a big guy with just raw power. He has great bat speed, super quickness, and just you know, he he just whatever he has, he is able to call it up and release it at the at the right uh, at the right moment.
0: The pitcher Deskins, not a fast worker, delivers and a foul off the screen. Four strike two, one ball and two strikes. Wow, Deskins has lost his last two starts to san antonio last week and to southern university the week before you missed
4: the ball deflecting off the screen and landing right at mabry's feet in oh, the batter's box did not see that
0: one and two the count long look by the left hand of the runner goes the pitch is fouled outside wow. the bag at first so they started lopez
4: Lopez had that had that base stolen. Uh, probably playing some hit and run right there. Uh, Lopez, after a long pause in the in the set position, Lopez timed it right to go,
0: and uh, Deskins did come to the plate with it. Fausto with 14 steals leads the conference in that department. There's a pitch low for ball two. Lopez not going. Two balls and two strikes. Leather lungs in good voice today. Two and two the count. Long pause by the left-hander. And there goes Lopez, swing and a miss, throw to second's not gonna be in time. Lopez steals it as Mabry strikes out for out number one. And for Lopez, stolen base number 15 on the season. Now 15 out of 22. And with one out, Raiders have a runner in scoring position for Cole Escher. Escher playing in right field today. Raiders leading hitter average wise at 358. Now it's not unheard of for Lopez to steal third. And I'm sure that's been brought to Deskin's attention. And you know, they, there are those who say that stealing third is easier than stealing second. Particularly with a left-hander on the mound. Yes. They'll look back. There he goes. Pitches inside, throw to third, not in time. Lopez steals it. Good caller, Mr. Palmer. So, a. Steal of second and a steal of third. That pitch was ball one to Escher and now Lopez just 90 feet away.
4: Well and I'll tell you, and long is not
0: chop liver behind the plate either. No, he is a very good defensive catcher. Yep. So Lopez leads off third. And Deskin's pitch is high for ball two. This has got to rattle a pitcher a little bit. You try to put it out of your mind, but you know that guy on third base is there, even though you can't see him. Well,
4: and you know, this is another situation. Middle one, the game one yesterday on a safety
0: squeeze. Two balls, no strikes, and the pitch is inside in the dirt. Good block by the catcher, Long. And he is behind. Escher, three balls, no strikes. On deck is Brett Coker. Raiders tried to take an early lead in this game. They've taken two out of three in the series. And the 3-0 pitch is a strike called, three and one. Escher in the series, three out of eight. Been battling some injuries, but he's in there today. 3 1 pitch on the way. Slow and inside, ball four. So the Raiders have runners at the corners with just one out, and the batter is Brett Coker. Any of these Raiders in the lineup are a threat to run. Raiders lead the league far and away. More stolen bases than any team in the league. 63 of them this season. And this is game number 27.
4: And you got a perfect spot for a double steal here. Throw the
0: first (laughs) almost threw it away. Raiders have used the double steal. They've used that delayed steal to try and get a run in don't know if they would do that this early in the game. Escher leads at first, Lopez at third, and the pitch to the plate is outside, ball one. Coker, 224 on the season, he's driven in 11, and he's in an RBI situation here. One ball, no strikes. Lopez, who single, stole second, stole third, is there with one out. The pitch inside, ball two. Yesher faked going to second. Two balls and no strikes, time called. We're gonna have a meeting on the mound. I think they wanna settle the left-hander down a little bit because the Raiders have uh, bothered him. Yeah, the the
4: uh, number one, you, you gave up a hit right out of the gate. Then Fausto Lopez starts doing what he does. And, you know, knowing that, you know, this part of the order handles the bat pretty well. And middle has already shown that they're not afraid to lay a bunt down. And not only is this a good base stealing team, it is a good bunting team for the most part. And uh, so an opportunity here. You know, a lot of different things you could do here. You could play hit and run. You could, you could, uh, you could play small ball, uh, but you don't want to take the bat out of this middle of the lineup out of these guys' hands.
0: See what you got here. Plate umpire Newsom used the time to uh, walk over to the Blue Raider dugout, get some new baseballs. So now we're set to go. Count of two balls, no strikes to Coker. First and third, one out. And the pitch is swung on and fouled out of play to the right. Two and one. Raiders threatening right away here in the first inning. Trying to get an early lead. Lopez at third, Escher at first. There goes Escher, fouled out of play. So the Raiders started the runner at first, Coker, with a foul ball off to the right side, and now the count goes to two and two.
4: The Blue Raiders, as you mentioned, everybody in the lineup can run, and that's part of what they like to do is keep the pressure on you with moving base runners, making
0: you, forcing the defense to make plays. Two balls and two strikes to Coker. There goes, Escher. Line drive to the third baseman. That's gonna be an easy double play and that will end the first inning as Como fires it over to first. So the Raiders uh, a victim of their own devices here in the first inning. Sometimes uh, the stolen base game works against you. Yes, it does no runs one hit and one left and we have completed one full inning no score middle tennessee and rice on the blue raider network from learfield img college
7: let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise they love pepsi zero sugar why because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar how's that for not compromising they're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf and the drink with their feast yeah they have a pepsi zero sugar The person who doesn't compromise loves a good Golden Doodle. All the Golden Retriever goodness with just a hint of Doodle. And when they're bringing said Golden Doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero sugar, done right. That's what I like.
9: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word, it's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: We go to the second inning in a scoreless ball game, and we've already had. Two line drive double plays in this game. The Raiders turned one against Rice in the first inning, and Rice returned the favor in the bottom of the first inning. As the Raider, Raider runner on first broke on the pitch, it was a line drive to the third baseman, Como, and he got it over to first and doubled up Escher. So no scores. We go to the second. The batter is Will Carp. Second baseman for the Owls takes the pitch from Siebert. High and outside, ball one. You may go games without seeing a line drive double play. And we had two in the first inning. One and nothing to Karp, 278 hitter on the season. Takes the pitch low, four ball two. He is three out of eight in this series. Carp a senior. Out of Princeton, New Jersey. A strike calls. Wow.
4: Two and one. Why don't we open up the uh, the uh, mailbox today at radio at goblueraders.com? And here's the question. With Carp at the plate, we talked about this during the pregame. Let's come up with our all fish
0: team. We, but Carp is not spelled with a C, he's a K. Popped up. And the shallow right center. Nathan Sanders in. He'll make the catch for out number one. So, who would you put
4: on your all fish team? Now the Either with their hitter, name Austin that has Bullman. something to do with a type of fish or
0: fish related. Here's Austin Bullman, the designated hitter. We both know who the starting pitcher would be. Oh, no. absolutely. There's a swing and a miss, strike one to Bullman.
4: So send us your entries to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. That's radio at
0: GoBlueRaiders.com. Your all-fish team. Pitch to the plate. Bullman takes it low and inside. One ball, one strike. He's the designated hitter for the Owls. Comes in at 220 with a couple of home runs. No score. We are just underway. Top of the second inning at Reese Smith Field. The pitch. blowing outside. Ball two. Two and one to Bullman. Bullman, a junior out of Shepherdstown West, by golly, Virginia. Here's the two-one pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air into left center field. Sanders moving back. Near the warning track, he will haul it in for out number two. Two fly balls, two outs, now both handled by it, center it? fielder Nathan Sanders here in the second inning. Nathan had to move a little bit, get back there, and take that one. Well, that ball was in the air long enough, gave him plenty of time to get over there. With two outs, the batter is Connor Walsh. Their center fielder takes a strike on the inside corner. Nothing in one. Left hander Trent Siebert on the mound. And he delivers a ball high one and one. Siebert's out of North Carolina. And as we told you, a transfer from Charleston Southern. The one-one pitch. That's a strike called, and it's one and two. Outfield straight away for this right-handed hitter. Has a bit of an open stance. Here's the one-two pitch. And it's high and outside. Ball two. Two and two. Each team had opportunities in the first inning, but each team hit into a line drive double play to end the inning. The 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. Threw it up around his chin and Walsh went around. That is all in the second. Nothing across, three up and three down. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Rice nothing, middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
7: The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
0: Well, we just had a visit from the Box family from Memphis. Yep, Grant had a good career here. Grant's bulked up a little bit since we uh, saw him out there in a Blue Raider uniform. Good to see them. They're good people. Thanks to David Blackwood for bringing them up. That's right. Raiders in the second inning, will have Jake Hagenow to lead it off. Hagenow, Sullivan, and Freeman against the left-hander, Brandon Deskins. There's a swing and a miss. Jake, after that first pitch, didn't get it. Nothing and one. I was broadcasting on the road somewhere. I, I don't remember exactly what number grant war i was thinking it was 14 but
4: there you know was, that sounds right i think that,
0: the, the, in the stadium where we were right down in front of me was box 14 oh really yeah I <laughs> thought that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> two strikes the count to hagenau and the pitch to the plate is high for ball one Jake comes in at 240 on the season. Is it three home runs? Left-hander Deskins, unusual for starting pitcher, but pitches out of the stretch, but effective for him as he strikes Hagedell out for out number one. Second strike out for Deskins. Batter is Hunter Sullivan. Sullivan comes in at 297 with a couple of home runs. He hit one in Birmingham last weekend. And facing the left-hander, Deskins. Pitch outside for ball one. Deskins has a very deliberate motion, doesn't he? Yes,
4: he does, and uh, does not get in a big hurry about, uh, about doing it.
0: One ball, no strikes to Sullivan. And the pitch misses out. Oh, caught called a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. To Sullivan, who obviously thought it was a ball. (laughs) Freeman on deck to hit next. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it is swung on a missed. One ball, two strikes. One out here in the second inning, no score. Game four of the series. Here is the pitch, swung on and missed. Went after a bad pitch outside in the dirt. They'll throw to first and retire him for out number two. Two up, two down, two strikeouts in the inning for Deskins. And the batter is Daniel Freeman. Freeman making his first start. Of the season, he is a native of Smyrna. Played at Stewart's Creek High School. And the pitch to Freeman is inside ball one. He's seen action in a couple of the games in this series. As a. reserve first baseman. Daniel played. Junior college ball at Columbia State. One ball and no strikes. Pitch inside again. Ball two. I think he got hit by a pitch in one of those games, and they're they're working him inside here. 6'5", 240 pounds, and also has been used as a pitcher by the Raiders. 2-0 the count. There's a strike that one caught the inside corner. So he's seen all three pitches on the inner half of the plate. One of them for a strike, two balls, one strike. Left-hander Deskins with the 2-1 pitch over but low for ball three, three and one. Do we have an all fish team yet? Uh, I'm
4: waiting for I I've written down some names myself and uh, I might reveal. A couple as we go along, but still waiting uh, to, for folks to drop into the mailbox. Radio at go blue Raiders dot com, your gone fishing team. Strike call to Freeman. I'll start off with a with a with a former Blue Raider.
0: How about Mudcat Brewer? Mudcat would be the catcher. <laughs> we know who the pitcher will be. Yep. That would be Catfish Hunter. Three balls, two strikes. The count to Freeman. Ball four is low, and Freeman draws a base on balls. That's the second walk allowed by Deskins. And with two outs, a runner at first, the batter is DJ Wright. DJ is a local youngster. Went to Dyersburg to play his, or to Jackson to play his uh, junior college ball, Jackson State. Runner at first is Freeman. And the pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. One strike. DJ's had a little trouble getting it going offensively this season. He is at 2.09. Has hit one home run and driven in 11. He is the DH today against the left-hander Deskins. And the pitch misses outside ball one. One ball, one strike. Freeman drew a walk on a 3-2 count. So he's the runner at first with two outs. Scoreless in the second inning. Left-hander comes set, looks at first, and delivers. A strike called to right, one and two, the count. Left fielder, a couple of steps deep for the Owl. Center fielder just about straight away, as is the right fielder, Garabe. and the pitch to right is fisted foul back into the screen to count holes at one and two writers this season have played well at home they're nine and five overall and of course two and one in conference play on the road they're six and six and two and two in the league Pitch to the plate to right. Misses low, ball two, two and two. Raiders were really good at home last year. They won six out of seven, but were only one and nine away from Reese Smith Field. With a very tough road schedule early uh, on. Yes, and the season ended. They were on their way to their first conference series when the Season ended abruptly. 2-2 two, two the count. Outside ball three. So he's run it full on the last two hitters. And Freeman, the runner at first, now will get a head start.
4: Yeah, they were, they were close to Meridian, Mississippi, on the interstate. Uh, and just got off, turned around, started back home.
0: Full count, three and two. Deskins holding as long as he can. The runner goes, and the pitch is fouled to the screen. So we'll do it all over again. Yep, They were on the way to Jackson, Mississippi, Miss- to play Louisiana Tech, which didn't have a stadium at the time. That's
4: correct. Their stadium had been destroyed by a tornado.
0: And we were in Frisco, Texas, waiting to start. A basketball game in the tournament. There is ball four low, and the Raiders have two men on here in the second inning.
4: Third walk given up by Deskins, which is a little
0: unlike him. So now the number nine hitter is Nathan Sanders. He dropped a little bit in the batting order with a left-hander pitching. He was in the cleanup spot yesterday. Sanders hitting 188. A home run. Hit that home run in uh, Birmingham. 13 RBIs on the season for the Raiders center fielder. First and second, two outs, two strikeouts, two walks in the inning. Pitch misses inside, ball one. Center fielder, couple of steps in, as is the left fielder. Right fielder stays uh, back there. We call that deep pitches a strike on the inside corner. One ball, one strike. And again, just a very light breeze blowing. Not going to affect much today in the way of uh, batted balls. Now time is called as Sanders backs out of the box. Count one ball, one strike. Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Throw, no throw to second. Nobody there to take the throw as uh, the left-hander just stepped off and faked to throw to second. Freeman the runner down there D.J. Wright at first both have drawn walks here. Each on a 3-2 pitch here in the second inning. Pitched the plate, swung on and missed. One ball, two strikes.
4: Well, they've given you a couple of base runners. You will certainly want to take advantage of it. One and two the count to Sanders. Two out walks are supposed to come back and haunt you, aren't they? Yes,
0: they are. Check of the runners and the pitch, to the plate, swung on and missed, struck him out. Inning over, he struck out the side Little and greater. issued in a couple of walks in between. No runs, between. Hits, no, no, runners, runs, two no hits, page. two left. Two innings in the book, no score. Middle Tennessee and Rice. you listen to Blue Raider Baseball here on the Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
11: Hey, Blue Blue Raider Raider fans, fans. this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
0: We go to the third inning in a scoreless game. Rice will have the number eight and nine hitters, and then back to the leadoff batter here in the third inning against Trent Siebert. Siebert set the side down order in the second. He has given up one hit, a leadoff double to Cade Edwards. Was able to get out of that inning with a little help. The pitch is inside, almost hit him. Ball one, that's Justin Long, the catcher. He has caught every inning of every game in this series. Siebert delivers. It's hit to right field down the line. Could be trouble. Escher a long run. Can't get there. Got it on one hop. The throw coming back into second base. A little bit off the mark but that's a double for Justin Long. So a leadoff double here in the third inning. Siebert survived a a leadoff double in the first and the batter is going to be Hal Hughes the shortstop.
4: Rice with Just two hits, but both have been doubles, as you mentioned. And Trey Siebert will have to work himself out of a little trouble here
0: early in inning number three. Oddly enough, that is the first extra base hit of the season for Long, who is starting his 19th game. They are going to appeal at first base as uh, the thinking was that he might have missed the bag, but no signal from the umpire the home plate umpire gave a safe signal oh did he okay Mm -hmm. the pitch he's around a bunt takes a strike nothing and one to use mr palmer no surprise our first entry
4: into the all fish team or or we'll call it the gone fishing team is uh blue raider baseball alum tony kessinger has checked in and he sent me a list, and it uh, pretty much <laughs> coinc, coincides with my list. We'll start to reveal those a little bit.
0: All right, but uh, send yours in. There's a butt straight back and onto the screen, and the count is two strikes to use.
4: Radio at goblue com is the email address. But of course, one of the greatest players right now in Major League Baseball would be Mike Trout. Exactly. There's a that's a good one to
0: start with. We already had Catfish Hunter and Mudcat Brewer. Two strikes the cat to Hughes. swing away this time. He'll foul it out of play. Count remains 0-2 to the Rice shortstop. Hughes hitting 238 on the season. He's been in the number nine spot in all four lineups in this series. So long, the runner at second, the pitch to the plate is swung on and fouled to the screen. Now it holds at two strikes.
4: I know we have a lot of Braves fans that uh, listen, Braves Cardinals and Reds fans, especially in this area. But uh, how about a Brave that uh, sent the Braves uh, to the World
0: Series at one point? Who would that be? Now you're giving me something that I ought to know. The pitch swung on, hit in the air to center, very shallow. Sanders on a long run will make the catch just about 20 feet behind second base. And that is out number one. Now, batting the here in the third inning. Edwards. Braves are at Philadelphia today, and I I'm not sure, but I assume we'll be joining that broadcast when we're through here today.
4: Our producer, Jake Wallman, will get us all straightened out on that for sure.
0: I believe that's Zach, isn't it? Oh, it is Zach, you're right. There's Zach Woodard, not Jake Wallman. There's a strike call to Edwards. Edwards doubled in the first inning and was retired after a line drive hit to fausto lopez he was doubled off second long the runner at second now and the pitch to edwards swing and a miss strike two Takes that bat, flips it just like a baton and catches it. He and I, I
4: noticed him doing that yesterday. And he does it between
0: pitches. Yeah. Two strikes swinging a miss struck him out and he went. Speaking yeah. of fish, he went fishing yeah. <laughs> for that outside pitch for out number two. That will be the second strikeout for Siebert. And the batter is netting. We might add him as a backup first baseman. Well, you changed
4: this. his name to call him Netting. We called him Knighting yesterday. Yeah, that's what it is. It's nah, I know, but Netting does fit the fish uh, theme
0: a little better. Here's the pitch, and it's a strike call. Nothing <laughs> in one to Nighting. He might make our all-medieval team. Yes. <laughs> one strike. Runner at second base with two outs. And we are scoreless in the third inning. The pitch. They they checked his swing. That ball hit the dirt. I thought he might have fouled it at first, but it goes back to the backstop, and the runner's going to advance to third on a wild pitch. But he did swing at it. He did, according to the umpire. So that is strike two. Checked his swing. He was badly fooled on the pitch as it came in low and inside. And the result was the runner getting to third base, the pitch. Outside, ball one. One and two. So we'll chalk up a wild pitch for Siebert. And the count of one ball and two strikes to Knighting. The pitch just missed outside. Time to paint that outside corner. Just off the plate. Two balls and two strikes. Fans today uh, minus the blankets. Enjoying <laughs> nice sunshine. 2-2 pitch is swung on, bounced to first. Freeman's got it. And that's gonna be a foul ball, I think. Just outside the bag. So the count will hold at two balls and two strikes to Knighting.
4: To our first B of the season. Yes,
0: an unwanted visitor. Two and two. Lefty against lefty here as Siebert delivers and struck him out swinging. That is all in the third inning. Siebert with a couple of strikeouts, no runs. One hit, they strand a runner at third and we will go to the bottom of the third inning. No score. Middle Tennessee and Rice on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: News Radio, WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
0: We go to the bottom of the third inning in a scoreless game. Middle Tennessee and Rice. I've got a relief pitcher for the all-fish team. Okay. Former Cincinnati Reds hurler Jay Hook. There you go.
4: That'll work. Well, speaking of uh, pitchers. How about uh, Preacher (laughs) Rowe?
0: That's good. (laughs) That is very good. Basto Lopez leads it off for the Raiders in the third. Led off the first inning with a base hit to center field. Was stranded at third base. Lopez swings and misses at the first offering from Brandon Deskins. One strike to count. Bastio has now reached base in 19 consecutive games. And that's pretty good for a leadoff man. That's, that's what he's supposed to do.
4: Yep, he's supposed to set the table, get it going.
0: Pitches outside, ball one. One and one. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. And Deskin's pitch is swung on a missed, or foul tipped, I think. Two strikes. One ball, two strikes to Lopez. Bousto out of Orlando, Florida. And the pitch, strike three call, fooled him on a changeup. And Lopez called out on strikes for out number one. It's the fourth strikeout for Deskins. Here's JT Mabry. He's been the Blue Raiders hitting star of this series. Four out of 11 now. Two home runs, four runs batted in. Swung on and driven to right field. That's a base hit. Mabry keeps swinging a hot bat. He is at first base with one out. And the batter is Cole Escher. Mabry also a base stealing threat. He has swiped six this season.
4: You come up with that Braves postseason hero yet? I have not. How about Sid Bream?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I saw that game, too. And we have a friend,
4: uh, we have a common friend that was at the game and left early. Yes, I think I
0: know who you're talking about. Yeah. One inside and in the dirt and dab to second base goes Mabry. That'll go as a wild pitch. I don't think he was moving on the pitch. We'll mark it that way for right now. So Mabry's at second base on the wild pitch and a count of one ball, no strikes to Cole Escher. Escher drew a walk in the first inning. Good lead at second for Mabry. He's just itching to run. (laughs) Now Deskins will step off the rubber. Raiders have already stolen third base one time in this game. One out, runner at second. And the pitch to the plate. In for strike to Escher, nothing and one, or one and one, rather. One on, one out here in the third. On deck, hitter will be Coker. And the pitch to the plate, low in the dirt. Mabry thought about going to third, decided against it. Two balls under strike. This game going about as we thought it would. Very low scoring, and that's the way the whole series has been. Check back by the pitcher, Deskins. He looks twice at second, delivers inside, ball three. This is uh, quite a contrast to the Rice series last week in San Antonio where the Roadrunners scored 38 runs in four games and won three out of four. They scored 16, 8, 4, and 11 wow. in four games. Rice scored 18 in that series. Three balls and a strike to Escher. swinging and a foul back. Had a really good cut <clears throat> at a Deskins fastball.
4: And that's still averaging more than four runs a game, and you lose three out of four.
0: Right. So now full count to Cole Escher 3 and 2 one out. JT Mabry the runner at 2nd. Deskins again taking a lot of time and too much for Escher who. Backs out of the box.
4: Well, Deskins does not work quickly to start with and. Then gets very uncomfortable once base runners get on.
0: And slows down even more. Come set now. Pickoff throw to second, and back in safely is Mabry. Second baseman carp sliding over to the bag just as Deskins turns. That's not an easy play for a left hander, but they executed it okay
4: throw was high into the third base side.
0: And you do want it on that side of the bag. So another 3-2 pitch coming to Escher and it's low ball four. In the dirt and stopped by Long. Raiders have runners at first and second with one out. And that is the fourth walk given up by Deskins. They have people in the bullpen. I can't tell if there's somebody throwing. Can you see from your angle? Uh,
4: They're lounging.
0: They're watching the action. First and second one out. Here's Coker. Brett hit that line drive in the first inning and they doubled Escher off first base. Second baseman dashes into the bag, but no pickoff. The pitch is a strike called to Coker.
4: And Mabry was more than halfway to third and went back. You You might see him do that as he extends that lead out and tries to time it right instead of breaking back to second,
0: end up going to third. One strike to count. And Deskins with there he lay, a double steal. Ground Whoa. ball through a base hit. And Mabry is gonna score. The left fielder, Edwards bobbled the ball momentarily, but runners will be at first and second. The Raiders pulled a double steal. The ball almost hit Mabry between right the head, second and third, <laughs> got through to left field and it's a one to nothing game. If Brett Coker a run batted in his 12th of the season, Escher to second. Still first and second, and now one-nothing. It's only the second hit for the Raiders in the game. Here's Jake Haga now. So the Raiders take an early lead. 1-0. And still one out here in the third inning. Escher at second, Coker at first. Here's the pitch, and it is outside for ball one. We've got a baseball fan visiting us here in the press box. Jipper. Absolutely. Dr. McPhee checking in
4: and uh, enjoying a little sunshine today.
0: <laughs> this is Chamber of Commerce weather today. One ball, no strikes. The cat to now. Runners at first and second. And again, Deskins turns, fakes the runner's back, does not throw. A run has scored here in the third inning. And the Raiders up by a score of one to nothing. The left-hander comes set. The runners go, and the pitch is fouled out of play. One ball and one strike. No, Doctor McPhee is
4: looking forward to getting things have gotten somewhat back to normal, but still a good way to go. And the plan is, from what I've read, Doc, in the fall, plan can, plan, well, it's, go big or go home. And you're going to You're going to go big if I know you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
0: one ball and one strike to count to now The runners were moving on that last pitch. And the left-hander throws inside, ball two. I'll tell you, the movement uh, seems to really bother
4: Deskins when he gets runners on and he pays a lot of attention to them.
0: Two balls and a strike. Raiders have pulled one double steal already in the inning. And were able to score their only run on a base hit by Coker. He's the runner at first. Escher the runner at second. They are not going and the pitch low. Ball three. Well, one thing for sure, if you come out and uh, watch Blue Raider baseball, you're going to see a lot of excitement because there's always movement on the base paths. As you mentioned,
4: Middle leads Conference USA and stolen bases. And they like to put people in motion and make things happen. Three balls and a strike
0: to Hagenau. Left-hander delivers, and it's a strike called on the inside corner. Now the count is full. And now this is a situation where a lot of teams would like to run. Three and two with one out. We'll see what the Raiders are doing here. Hagenau steps out. Now back in that right-hand batter's box, facing the left-hander, Deskins long look in he comes set the runners are not going and the pitch is swung on and missed and probably a wise decision there, given the result so Hagenhouse strikes out for the second time the fifth strikeout for Deskins and the batter is Hunter Sullivan Sullivan fanned in the second inning. One run has scored here in the third. Raiders on top, one to nothing. Look back and the pitch misses outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes.
4: You know, you talked about the potential double steal with 3-2 and one out. A lot of folks, as you mentioned, would put runners in motion there to try to stay out of a double play, but you do put yourself in danger of a strike-em-out, throw-em-out double play, especially you take into consideration the arm that Long has behind the plate. He's very good.
0: Pitch is a strike called on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. The count to Hunter Sullivan. Daniel Freeman in the on-deck circle for the Raiders, hoping to have a chance to swing the bat this inning, as Sullivan will try to extend it. Count of one and one. And the left-hander's pitch is swung on and missed. Strike two. So a ball and two strikes to Hunter out of. Elizabethtown, Kentucky. His parents are here today, along with uh, several other Blue Raider parents, I'm sure. One and two the count. Deskins checks the runner at second and delivers a swing and a miss and struck him out. So Deskins did a good job getting out of a tough spot in the third, one run there was one hit and two men left on base totals after three middle tennessee one run two hits no errors and rice no runs two hits no errors one to nothing raiders as we go to the fourth on the blue raider network from learfield img college
6: try green equipment they know the value of teamwork they have the tractor packages with implements you need score a new john deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters mtsu baseball get started online at TryGreen.com. try green equipment is a proud partner of middle tennessee state university athletics go blue
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
0: We go to the fourth inning. Raiders are leading by a score of one to nothing, and we're going to turn it over to Chip see if he can hold the one to nothing lead.
4: Well, I didn't do too well yesterday, uh, but uh, I'll try to do better today. Nice to have Dr. Sidney McPhee drop by the booth and. He is uh, out and about and enjoying campus today. Don't good blame to, him. Good day to do that. Good day to do that indeed. Top of the fourth, and it's going to be the 3-4-5 hitters for Rice, leading it off Brandon Como. And it will. it is Trey Siebert in his fourth inning of work. Middle leads one nothing here in the fourth. First pitch is a strike, the 0-1 misses low. It is one ball, one strike. And during these middle three, I'm sure Mr. Palmer will be doing his research on the, uh, well, first of all, he's doing the research on a chocolate chip cookie, and then uh, on our Gone Fishing team. Strike call there, it's one and two. Como reached on an error on a ball that was popped up to first. And Daniel Freeman lost the ball in the sun. It landed about a foot or two behind him. But that ball just got in the same angle as the sun. And Freeman just lost it. But the count two and two on Como. 2-2 2-2 delivery, check swing foul into the screen. And it is an extended, new extended screen here this year. It's, the screen goes out uh, not quite midway of the dugout, but it goes all the way to the end of the seating area. There's, uh, that, that screen has been extended from a year ago and for fan safety. Pitch that looked pretty good, called a ball just low, and the count goes full. Three and two on Braden Como. Payoff pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out on a pitch that was outside and in the dirt. And
0: Mr. Palmer, he went fishing on that one. He did. 4th strikeout. For Siebert, now the right
4: fielder guy. Garibay. Am I correct? No walks for Siebert as of yet. Correct. That'll bring up Guy Garibay, right fielder, fly it out to center back in the first. One out here in the top of the 4th. one nothing Blue Raiders. Middle has won two of the first three games in this series, trying to take three out of four. Rice trying to even it up at two before flying back to Houston this evening. Ground ball gets through the right side and that's a base hit for Garibay. Hard hit ball. That's the third hit of the day for Rice and both teams now with three hits. And that will bring up our inspiration for today. Will Karp, the second baseman for Rice, as we're putting together our all fishing or all gone fishing team. And I'll add one to the list right here. Mike Karp, who played in the big leagues. No relation, not spelled the same. Will Karp's last name is spelled with a K. There's one that bounces up there, but Hagenow keeps it in front of him. Garibay was dancing around over at first. And the count, one ball and no strikes on Will Carp. Throw over to first, and Garibay is back in. He doesn't steal a lot, but he has picked his spots well. He is three out of three on the season. Two balls and no strikes on Carp, with Garibay on at first. One out in the inning, and the pitch to the plate is a strike on Carp, and it's two and one. And Siebert getting a little deliberate as well with a runner on base, working out of the stretch. 2-1 delivery. The runner goes, swung on and fouled. And Carabay got a decent jump, but the foul ball negates and he'll go back to first. Blue Raider football had a scrimmage this morning. Full recap coming on goblueraiders.com, but interesting to watch the new offensive system of Brent Dearman, the new offensive coordinator.
0: Get over and take a little
4: uh, look at that. Did have a lo- uh, watched about 45 minutes of it this morning. Garibay continues to dance around. There is a strike and a pitch that's in the dirt. And Karp. In. Swinging and missing. That is strikeout that's number five for Siebert and two out in the that's inning that's in now. And that's a big out with Bullman coming to the plate, the designated hitter. I can tell you after watching this morning, the offense will have a different look to it. Uh, Matter of fact, very different look to it. First pitch to Bullman, misses for ball one.
0: A lot of people don't really care what it looks like, just so it produces some points. That's, that's <laughs>
4: right. That's right. They, it looks better when, no matter what it, what what they're running, if it's uh, if they're getting in the end zone. That's right. Strike call there, and uh, they uh, they pop some big plays this morning. A lot of vertical in the pass and the run game today. pitch coming to Bullman. Still Garibay getting his lead off first and now time called and Seabird steps off the rubber. Quarterback Bailey Hockman, the transfer from NC State, got a lot of reps this morning and looked good. Good, I was gonna ask you about him. Mm -hmm. And the two transfer running backs from last year that, that opted out of the season, both played this morning. Yusuf Ali made a couple of big catches. And we've seen him do that. Runner starts and stops, pitches in the dirt and Hagenau boxes it up and keeps it in front of him. 3-1 is the count now on Bullman. Bailey Hockman, uh, Chase Cunningham and Mike Delello. all three quarterbacks played this morning runner starts and stops again. Here's a ball hit high and deep to left field and that's going to be out of here. It's off the Lee Victory Wall of Champions. And Austin Bullman blasts it to left field. Two-run homer gives Rice a 2-to-1 lead. That hit
0: about halfway up. Yeah. The uh the Wall of Champions and as you said, Carroll's back onto the field and One swing has put Rice in the lead. Bowman's third home run of the season. So two to one Rice
4: and Connor Walsh steps in with two outs in the top of the fourth. That pitch is inside for a ball. There's a strike on the outside, and it's one and one. I meant to mention this when Dr. McPhee was in the in the booth, but uh, if you come near the ballpark today, there's a lot of cars around here, and part of that reason is the nursing building is a COVID vaccine
0: site. Aha. I was wondering uh, yep. about the absence of parking places. Yeah. Well, and uh, – <clears throat> Part of uh,
4: Falconberry Drive uh, between the baseball stadium and the music building is shut down for something. Uh, and so there's no parking spaces there that normally are used for baseball on the weekends. But time called in Hagenau, out talking with pitcher Trey Siebert. Now the meeting breaks up. And the count, two balls and one strike with two outs on Connor Walsh. Damage done in this inning, and Austin Bullman two-run homer. Bullman now with 12 RBIs on the year. 2-1
0: pitch. Strike called, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Speaking of vaccinations, you know, the more vaccinations we get, the closer we come to getting out of this situation. Uh, thing and uh, we just want to encourage people to to do that if, uh, if of course it's their option it's available yep
4: the uh oh, had two guys missed that ball That's a both they of them had had a phone in one hand and trying
0: to catch with the other and and neither wants to the baseball because they didn't make any effort to go get it yep so the count remains 2 and 2
4: in Siebert with another pitch. Curveball stayed outside and it's 3 and 2. But the county website to sign up for an appointment is covidrc.com. That's Rutherford, the RC Rutherford County. covidrc.com. Fouled off down toward the bullpen. Count remains three and two with two outs to Connor Walsh. I had more luck the old-fashioned way. By calling the hotline, calling on the phone? Yes. They will take care of you that way as well. And they do an outstanding job of, of talking to you and answering your questions. There's a pitch that's high, and Walsh works himself a walk. He was patient in there. And if I'm correct, that is the first walk given up by Trey Siebert. And time called as the Blue Raider pitching coach makes his way to
0: the mound. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call. 615 867-1000 Eight six seven one thousand, or visit LeeCompany.com.
4: So the meeting of the mound is completed. Rice with their third base runner of the inning. Garibay now batting, the catcher had a one-out single, move. then another strikeout, then a two-run homer by Bullman made it two to one. Rice. And now Walsh gets a base on balls and that'll bring up catcher Justin Long. Pitch low to Long. Nothing doing out in the Blue Raider bullpen just yet. Rice does have somebody up starting to soft toss a little bit. 1-0 delivery is a strike. Count even at one ball, one strike. Another pitch upstairs. Two balls and one strike. That one hit high in the air and tailing away from Sanders. He goes after it. It gets down and all the way to the wall. Sanders picks it up, throws back. They'll send the runner around. And Walsh will score from first on a double by Justin Long. That makes it
0: 3-1, Rice. You know, it's really unusual. Uh, Justin Long, the freshman catcher, had not had an extra base hit this season and now has had back-to-back doubles. And of course gets an RBI with that
4: one. Yep, that's an RBI double and it's now three to one Rice. And some action does begin down in the Blue Raider bullpen. And Siebert. Calls off a couple of pitches and uh, he. It's a little bit different. Instead of shaking off a pitch, he points to the dugout and gets another call from the Blue Raider coaching staff.
0: Right hander Eric Swan up and throwing in the bullpen. The Oakland product? Yes, sir. He's been having a little uh, arm or shoulder problem, I think, but uh, hopefully he's over that now, and he's getting loosened up down there.
4: Runner at second, two outs, and Hal Hughes, the batter, one and one on him. Pitch misses. It's two and one. Siebert checks the runner at second, and the throw to the plate is hit in the air in foul territory, and it's going to be just out of reach over the fence. Daniel Freeman went to try to make a play on it, but it was just over the fence in that area between the clubhouse and the foul territory. So two and two with two outs again. A lot of pitches this inning for Siebert. And the pitch here is gonna be a slow bouncer to second. Mabry will throw and that'll do it for Rice as they send seven men to uh, to the plate. In the inning, they score three runs on one, two, three hits. THERE'S ONE MAN LEFT AND NO BLUE RAIDER ERRORS. WE GO TO THE BOTTOM OF THE FOURTH. IT'S NOW RICE THREE, MIDDLE TENNESSEE ONE. ON THE BLUE RAIDER NETWORK FROM LEARFIELD IMG COLLEGE.
1: Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
3: News Radio WGNS, the
4: flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom of the fourth coming up. Blue Raiders now find themselves trailing by a couple of runs, three to one, as Rice puts three in the scoring column in the top of inning number four. They get a two run homer from Austin Bullman and an RBI double from Justin Long, and the Raiders will now have the bottom of the order to try to start the comeback. Daniel Freeman, DJ Wright, and Nathan Sanders. And still putting together our all gone fishing team. I'm cheating over here. Okay, Mr. Palmer, I have two for you. These would be locations that you would like to go fishing. Well, do you have any any that would fit that? No. I have two. Mickey Rivers and Brooks Robinson. That's a stretch, but.
0: Well, of course, we've got a couple of pitchers already, but their best pitch, of course, would be a sinker. (laughs) Daniel Freeman, the first
4: baseman, leads things off. Strike called. That one just slid on by the catcher and was way outside. One ball, one strike. That one fouled away, and as you mentioned, the, the sinker on that line would be connected to what? You're fishing Rod Carew. <laughs> one and two on Freeman, and he inside outs this swing and puts it over behind the clubhouse. So another foul ball, and it's still one ball and two strikes. delivery here, and it's low. Ball two, and Daniel Freeman, who uh, pretty productive yesterday, and he gets the start today at first. 2-2 delivery just inside, and it'll go to 3-2. Payoff pitch to Freeman. Hit high in the air. And that one's going to get out of play. That was a – that one hit the top of the clubhouse. Thank goodness for metal roofs. Yep, the left fielder. Derek Fisher with the Brewers. That's a pretty current, good one. Current player. Yep. Yep. pitch upstairs, and Freeman works himself a walk. Pretty good at bat there for Freeman, Mr. Palmer, as he had a couple of foul balls with two strikes. And that is the fifth walk given up by Deskins. Been up twice and
0: walked twice.
4: Yep. Now designated hitter, D.J. Wright. Wright also walked back in inning number two, but if you're gonna start a comeback, you did it the right way here, got your leadoff man on. That's Daniel Freeman, gets his leadoff first and now the pitch to Wright. Fouls it back into the screen. 0-1. 0-1. Deskins with a pitch outside. It's ball two, ball one. It's even up now. One ball, one strike. Breeze picks. The breeze does pick up a little bit.
0: Yes, it does.
4: And Matt Braga goes to the mound to talk to his pitcher Deskins as we are into those middle innings. And on a day like today, uh, well, the Blue Raiders do not play again until Friday in San Antonio. And does uh, Rice have a midweek game this week?
0: I don't think they do. I think so, they, they go to uh, Ruston to play Louisiana Tech.
4: So pretty much everybody is available today. And I would suspect here in the next inning or so, you're going to start seeing both of these teams – try to set themselves up for the finish of this game by using their bullpen. And it's, like I said, everybody's available to use today. I don't see anybody throwing in their pen. And it's, the activity is slowed down in the Blue Raider bullpen. So the count, one ball, one strike on DJ Wright. Runner at first, no outs. Bottom of the fourth, Rice leading three to one. Strike call there on the outside corner. And it's one and two on right. Deskins gets the sign. One two delivery. That's poked toward right center and going back, going back and making the catch. Backpedaling is Garibay. And. That one sliced off the bat and it helped Garibay close the distance. Had it not sliced, that, that one might have gotten down.
0: You know, He had a little trouble with the sun on that, I think. Because he was, he was backpedaling and looking and, and trying to run backwards at the same time. But he was able to make the catch.
4: Made the catch, and now Nathan Sanders. Sanders hitting 185, has 13 RBIs. Bounces one to the right side. The second baseman, Carp will throw to first for the out, but they move the runner with the ground ball to the right side. Two away now for Fausto Lopez as we go back to the top of the Blue Raider order.
5: Now batting the shortstop, Fausto!
4: So the Raiders could use a two out hit here. Comes to the plate. That one's in the dirt, but Long kept it in front of him. Freeman, not as big a threat to steal.
0: Chip, did you catch that pitching change? No, I did not. Reed. Galant is on the mound. they must have changed between innings.
4: didn't tell us about it. so Mr. Galant
0: I might not have noticed, but I noticed uh, that things were progressing a little faster than <laughs> than previous. <laughs> Ground
4: ball up the middle, that's a base hit. Rounding third comes Freeman. He will be safe at home. In a less than graceful slide into the home plate, but the run counts, Daniel Freeman scores on the RBI single from Fausto Lopez. A big two-out hit, and it's now a 3-2 game.
0: Yeah, Fausto uh, with his second hit of the game, and as you say, uh, Freeman really didn't need to slide to throw us offline, but he was going to make sure he scored that run.
4: The Raiders do it with their first hit of the inning. It was a leadoff walk. And Freeman moved to second on a ground ball and then scored from second on a base hit up the middle and Lopez dives back in as he is on with two away. So they throw and his Lopez tries to steal. He is thrown out at second base and that's going to do it for the Blue Raiders. On in the inning, there no no it was a run on one hit, no errors and nobody left on base. Mabry will lead off the fifth. We'll head to the top half of the fifth inning with uh, the Raiders a run closer. It's now Rice three, Middle Tennessee Two as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
11: What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
4: Sports. Top of inning number five at Ree Smith Field. And the top of the order for Rice. As it will be Cade Edwards, the left fielder. First pitch to him is a ball in the dirt. It's 1-0. 3-2 Rice. Siebert delivers. Ball hit high and deep to left, and that one's going to get out of here. Just over the wall and left over the R.J. Young sign and a line drive home run. And just like that, Rice gets that run back. And for Edwards, his fifth home run of the year and 16th RBI.
0: So that will make it now four to two and Rice has reached their limit. Uh, they cannot score any more runs.
4: That's right. Four was uh, <laughs> has been the most anyone has scored in this series this weekend. That'll bring up Bradley Knighting. First pitch to him is a strike, and it's 0-1. And And he pounds one to right field, and that's going to get foul. But right now, Siebert is not fooling anybody. They're hitting the ball hard off him as the action picks up in the Blue Raider bullpen. The 0-2 pitch misses, and Mr. Palmer today enjoying one of the unique items of Sodexo concessions here at Ree smith Field, and a fan favorite here, fried bologna sandwich. Yes, they even slice it for you. Yep, 1-2 pitch and fouled away. 4-2 4-2 to Rice, top of the fifth, and a ball hit high and deep, and get foul. It was off the wall, but foul by about 12 feet. But Knighting has hit it hard twice. Both of them in foul territory, and time being called. As we're going to have a meeting on the mound.
0: Give us time to tell you about the, uh, the new uh, news source in the Nashville area. Main Street Nashville has all the local news and sports from around the Mid-State. You can subscribe to that at MainStreetNash.com. It is an e-newspaper.
4: An e-newspaper, MainStreetNash.com. Murfreesboro Post is uh, part of the Main Street media family. And Main Street uh, just uh, announced earlier this week that uh, Ms. Cheap will be uh, joining them. Mary Hance with uh, all of her tips. And uh, the move has been made to go to the bullpen. So we will have a new pitcher coming in and we will take a timeout for a pitching change. 4-2 to Rice, top of inning number five. And back with more after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
4: Eric Swan is the new Blue Raider pitcher as he replaces Trey Siebert and he will inherit uh, a two strike
0: count. Swan has not pitched in a while. As you said, he was trying to work through an injury, but in the games that he has pitched in, he's pitched well, four appearances, four innings pitched, four and a third, four hits, no runs, and two walks, four strikeouts. So he has, uh, particularly for a freshman just out of high school, has acquitted himself well.
4: Now, I think his last outing may have been uh, at Austin P. You were up for that one, weren't you? And Bob and I went to Clarksville. It, you talk about great weather that night. It was unseasonably warm and Raiders got a win. The count is one and two. And that is what Swan will inherit.
0: I think if he strikes him out, the strikeout will go to Siebert. I think
1: that is
4: one
0: of those. It's one of those scoring
10: kind of gray areas. Yeah,
4: They have their rules for it. There's a pitch in the dirt. It's one and two. But a leadoff home run in the inning by Cade Edwards has given Rice back a two-run lead at four to two. The right-hander, Eric Swan. To the plate, swing and a miss and down goes Knighting. And we'll get the final ruling on that, but it does close the book on Trey Siebert.
0: That was 90
4: miles an hour, Chip. I thought it got there in a hurry, so. (laughs) So, So on away for Braden Como. Yeah, 92 and a swing and a miss and a fastball. The addition of the speed gun on the scoreboard. I guess I have not completely gotten used to that. And as Mr. Palmer mentioned yesterday, you do have to make a quick look at it. There's another swing and a miss. And that one, 82 miles an hour. Must have but, been his changeup. <laughs> yep. 0 and 2 on Como. Who is 0 for 2, but reached on an error. Swing and a miss at a high fastball there. That was 92 as well, and Como could not catch up with it. So Siebert is gonna go four plus innings, giving up seven hits, or is that six, six hits rather, four runs. One walk, and either five or six strikeouts will determine which uh, who got credit for that. And Guy Garibay, who was on base when Bullman hit the two-run homer last inning. Garibay, who stands in from the left side, hitting 294. The 0-1 pitch to him is in the dirt low. One ball, one strike. And the pitch to Garibay. Hit in the air, Sanders going over. He will make the catch for out number three. In the inning, Rice picks up another run. It's a run on one hit, no errors, nobody left. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It's now Rice four. Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College.
7: Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and A.V. equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm double-tree cookie welcome?
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue
4: Raider sports. Trey Siebert did get uh, credit for that strikeout, and so he ended the day with six. But right now stands to be on the wrong side of the decision, and the Blue Raiders will have the two, three, four hitters, JT Mabry at the plate and Mabry fouls one down the left side. 0-1 as he is facing Reed either Gallant or Gallant. Either way, it's up the middle for a base hit for Mabry. That is his second hit of the day and he continues to uh, have success at the plate. That's the first hit given up, or actually the second hit given up by Gallant. Since coming in in the fourth, Cole Escher, the right fielder, Mabry on it first, gets a good lead over there. And the first pitch to Escher, misses for ball one. Continuing to work through our gone fishing team. High chopper, they'll throw to first. That's the only play and safe at first. A high chopper by Escher. There was absolutely no chance to get Mabry at second and Escher got down the line quickly. That will be an infield hit. So the Blue Raiders Get the first two men on here in the bottom of inning number five. And now third baseman Brett Coker. Coker with 12 RBIs on the year, hitting 231. Gallant, a right-hander on the mound. And my apologies if I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable in his name. And a balk is going to be called. That will move the runners up to second and
0: third. Well, I was going to say something about a possible double steal. and that That's
4: the easy way to do it
0: right there, isn't right, it? That's right, yeah.
4: So the tying runs are on and both are in scoring position with nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth. And Brett Coker is a swing away from tying it. Fouls that one off to the right side and gets over on the ground behind the dugout. So 0-1 on Coker. The pitch from Gallant, ooh, nice pitch inside. On the inside corner to strike called and it's 0-2. It's almost in an unhittable location for Coker. At least not a, anything you could do anything with. 0-2 delivery, a little looper over first. It's gonna get down for a base hit. Run one, run will score. And they loop the ball around. There's gonna be a throw to the plate and it's not in time. The Raiders score two runs and tie it up. They were lollygagging with the ball out behind first and middle sent the runner
0: home. That is almost unbelievable.
4: That ball landed two feet onto the outfield grass and drives in two runs. How about that?
0: So I know Coker will get one RBI. I don't know about the second run, but it's a tie ball game. Yep. It counts on the board
4: whether it counts as an RBI or not. But Rice just went to sleep with the baseball out there, not paying attention, and Escher came on to score. But Coker's on it first.
0: And we're tied at four. You give these uh, Blue Raiders an inch, they'll take a yard. I don't know if you saw it last, saw a video of it uh, this morning, but the Houston Astros had a runner at third with one out, and the batter, was, the runner at third was Altuve, their little second baseman.
4: I did see this.
0: The batter popped out hit a high pop up, slammed his bat down in disgust, and the shortstop went
4: or the second baseman actually the made it. The
0: second baseman went right behind the bag at second and caught it and Altuve tagged up and scored on the play. Uh,
4: yep, again, the the the, the 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 whoever was calling the game did say shortstop, but it was actually the second baseman who made the catch and little Jose Altuve was hustling home. So now Jake Haganow, still nobody out. Here in the bottom of inning number five, and the Blue Raiders have tied the game at four. Well,
0: each team has reached their scoring limit, so uh, we'll see what happens. Something's got to give.
4: Another throw over as they're trying to keep Coker close at first. Coker very good on the base pass. Eight out of nine in the stolen base department. Throw over and a little bit closer play at first. Time called. And here comes Matt Braga.
0: Lightning's Locker Room is powered by textbook brokers, and it's the place to get all your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or go by their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers.
4: And we are having a call to the bullpen. So we'll take a break. Pitching change coming up for Rice, and we'll tell you all about it when we return here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue
4: Raider Sports. The new pitcher for Rice is number 17, Alex
0: DeLeon. De Leon, a right-hander from Lago Vista, Texas. Making his sixth appearance. He's pitched eight innings, allowed nine hits, seven runs. Walked four, struck out seven, and earned run average of 7.88 for this right-hander, DeLeon.
4: And while he finishes up his warm-up, let's pause for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball.
3: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
5: Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship.
3: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
4: Chip Walters, Dick Palmer with you from Reesmith Smith Field this Saturday afternoon before Easter. The getaway day game for Rice and Middle here and in game four of this series, Jake Hagenow at the plate takes a pitch low for ball one. Coker is on it first. Two runs are in on a bloop single that scored two. Now out takes a strike trying to continue the inning. The Raiders have something going here. Still nobody out in the bottom of the fifth and they have scored two. Matter of fact, the Raiders have scored in three consecutive innings now. A run in the third, a run in the fourth and two so far here in the fifth. over to first, and Coker back in. Here's a 1-1 to Hagenau. Coker goes. The throw gets into center field, and safe at second is Hagenau. The pitch was low, so 2-1 on Hagenau, and Coker now down at second. The go-ahead run in scoring position here in the fifth. And still nobody out. Alex DeLeon, a right-hander, delivers. Bouncing ball, gets through to the left side. They'll turn the corner, they're gonna send the runner. Here it comes, it's cut off. They'll throw behind the runner at first. Everybody's safe and Middle Tennessee leads five to four. So an RBI single.
10: will close the book on
4: Gallant as he gives up three runs on three hits, a walk and no strikeouts. De Leon now sees the lead go away. And Middle Tennessee with a one run lead at five to four. And Hunter Sullivan, the left fielder, is up. Now, Hagenau gets a lead at first base. The Blue Raider catcher. There's one loop down the line and just foul. Just foul down the left field line. Hunter Sullivan went the other way with it and nearly stuck it just inside the chalk.
0: Yeah, that uh, that might have been a run.
4: Yeah, that that had a that would have had a good chance to score Hagenow from first. Sullivan O for two today with two strikeouts, and he's 0-2 here. Facing the right-hander De Leon. The 0-2 delivery fouled back. Got a piece of it off the end of the bat. And the count stays. No balls and two strikes. That pitch was
0: out of the strike zone, but Hunter wasn't taking any chances.
4: Another 0-2 pitch hit to the opposite way, but foul and hit out just outside the Rice bullpen. Count stays 0-2. You were talking about videos you saw. I saw it at at bat from spring training. I think it was in Arizona. And there was a 21 pitch at bat.
0: I heard about that. I wasn't going to sit through it though.
4: Two strike pitches low for ball one. And if I'm correct, I think the batter ended up drawing a walk. Snap throw over to first, but diving back in is Hagenau. So the Raiders have scored three in the fifth to retake the lead. Down the line and off the first baseman and he drops it. Everybody's gonna be safe and it's gonna be Hagenau all the way to third as he took the extra base, that ball ran right up the leg of the first baseman nighting and shot straight up in the air. He had to wait on it to come down like a punt, make the catch there, but he bobbled it. And by that time, Hunter Sullivan was safe at first and that's gotta go as a base hit.
0: Hit and an arrow. arrow the arrow allowed Hagenow out there. to go to
4: third, correct? Correct. Okay, that'll be E3, but a base hit. An infield hit for Sullivan. And it's first and third with no outs and the Raiders already with three on the board, have a chance to make this a really big inning. Sullivan gets his lead, they'll throw over there. Check his stolen base numbers. Sullivan is five out of six. So he is a good candidate to run. 5-4, middle, bottom of inning number five. And Daniel Freeman, the batter. Runner from first goes. They'll throw down. That is going to be in time for the out. So Sullivan is going to be caught stealing. 2-4 on the caught stealing for the first out of the inning. Tagging out, not able to take off from third. The pitch was a strike, and it's 0-1 on Freeman. That was a close play. They had to wait for Sullivan and Carp to kind of get untangled to see if Carp had the ball. Raiders lay down a bunt, but it goes foul. They were going to run a squeeze play. Yeah,
0: that was the safety squeeze. runner has to read that. He's got to read where the ball is and see if he thinks he can make it home.
4: And that does not start until contact is made. Correct. Swinging away and an inside out swing. It's gonna be deep to right and making the catch is Garibay, but it's deep enough and Hagenau will score on the sacrifice fly. So it's now six to four Middle Tennessee.
0: What's good and bad by Daniel Freeman, who has now been up three times, has not been on base but has driven in a run. Sack fly.
4: He has scored one and now has driven in a run. Six to four Blue Raiders with DJ Wright coming to the plate. STRAIGHT BACK TO THE SCREEN ON THE FOUL BALL. OUTSIDE. ONE BALL, ONE STRIKE ON RIGHT. RIGHT 0 FOR 1 WITH A WALK TODAY. Strike call there, and it's one and two. The one-two pitch misses, and we're all even now, and deuces are wild on the scoreboard with two balls, two strikes, two outs in the fifth. There's a base hit to left. A good two strike, two out hitting from DJ Wright. Got between short and third and. One, two, three, four, five. Is that the sixth hit of the inning? Yes, it is. Wow. So six hits in the inning and four runs on the board. And that brings up Nathan Sanders, who is the eighth man to bat here in the fifth. Two outs, pitch in the dirt, and D.J. Wright jumping around down at first base. Wright three out of four in stolen base attempts. 1-0 delivery, big swing from Sanders, swings through it, and it's one ball, one strike.
0: Rice had a six-hit inning in yesterday's second game, which uh, they eventually won 4-1. Another
4: pitch low, and it's two balls and one strike on Sanders. Sanders hitting 182. And here's De Leon with the pitch swing and a foul. Two and two. Again, two away here in the bottom of inning number five. But it's been a good inning for the Blue Raiders as they have scored four so far. There's a foul off the plate and it dies in foul territory. Final numbers on Reed Gallant, one-plus innings, three hits, three runs, a walk, and no strikeouts. There's a ball hit towards center field. Walsh will take a few steps to his right, make the catch, and that'll do it for Middle Tennessee in the fifth, but it was a good fifth inning. Four runs on six hits, no errors, or one error, actually, and one Blue Raider is left on base. Through five, it's now Middle Tennessee six, Rice four on the Blue Raider network from Learfield IMG College.
8: This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
9: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he's pelt nacho cheese on my carpet. But thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. (sighs) So
8: this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like.
4: Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. If you have a growing family, are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine, plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip
3: news radio wgns the flagship station for blue raider sports
4: music between innings murfreesboro and mtsu zone chris young And his song Famous Friends, which is about uh, growing up in Murfreesboro and coming back to see his pals now that he has uh, had his outstanding music career. And, of course, the Chris Young Cafe has opened uh, in late 2020 here on the MTSU campus. Top of the sixth inning, Eric Swan, one pitch, ground ball to short. Fausto Lopez with a throw and out is Will Carp. So 6-3 put out on Carp, one out in the inning. And that brings up Austin Bullman. And Bullman was the villain back in inning number 4 with a two-run homer. Middle picked up four runs in the fifth to retake the lead. It's six to four here in the sixth. And a strike to Bullman. Eric Swan from Oakland High School here in the borough doing his work. The 0 1 misses, and it's one and one. Swan a big right-hander with a 1-1 delivery. Just inside to Bullman and it is two and one. It is warmed up to 64 degrees here at Ree smith Field. Ground ball liner caught by JT Mabry, right off his shoe tops and now the fielder, Bullman Ball. is out on the liner to second base. Two away for center fielder Connor Walsh, who is 0 for 1 with a walk and scored a run. Strike called on Walsh. And it is 0-1. Hear a plane in the background. We get a lot of them here. Check swing, and they're going to call that a ball on Walsh. But it's got to be a great day to fly today.
0: No doubt about that. Very little wind. No clouds.
4: everything blooming here in the spring you'd get a good view today that one's fouled away and of course MtSU has over 20 airplanes with the aerospace program out at the Murfreesboro airport
0: yep they all go over my house about seven o'clock every morning
4: they do they start taking off classes are going they haven't they haven't uh, they haven't left dropped any care packages off in your yard have they no Some of them need a little muffler work, but other than that. (laughs) Those may not be the university planes. They have those Mitsubishis that are actually pretty quiet, but a lot of traffic in and out of the Murfreesboro Airport and the new terminal building is getting closer and closer to completion. Walsh fouls it back. One ball and two strikes, two outs in the top of inning, number six. Do you remember when they flew that uh, FedEx 727 in? Yep. Uh, that's now part of the aerospace program. Yep. There's a check swing, and they say, no, he did not go around. But I remember they stripped everything they could out of that plane uh, and used as little of fuel as possible. Took off either from Nashville or Smyrna and brought it in on what is normally a shorter runway for a Boeing 727 and got it stopped. There's a ball hit high in the air to left field. Sullivan going over and in the shadows makes the catch. Four out number three. So after scoring four runs, the Blue Raider defense and pitching comes back and gets a 1-2-3 inning from Rice in the top of the sixth. Home half of the sixth inning coming up next. Middle Tennessee leading 6-4 to four over the Owls here at Reesmith smith Field. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink,
11: you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
3: So.